This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm disgusted. Wait, you got a case of the giggles? No, I'm disgusted. Immediately before you started recording... You burped so loud into the microphone. It felt like it was uh, you were burping inside my brain. Who I hate cares? that. I hate that so much. We're not even in the same room. We're we're in the same borough now, but we're not in the same room. Why do you care? What do you mean we're not in the same room, Tom? Like, what is a burp gonna do to you? It's gonna what gross are you, me some out. Parent on Nickelodeon who's grossed out by burps and farts and slime. You know what? Nickelodeon never got real into fart stuff, huh? I think no, that was a line that gross. they wouldn't cross. They yeah. wouldn't cross. Yeah, they were more like boogers. Yeah, boogers, boogers, snot. That was fine, but no farts, no poop humor at all. That yeah, was... and I appreciated it. And I gotta tell you, Tom, as <laughs> you I know grow... what I think, I think it. Uh, it radicalized you, Tim, against uh, fart humor and, well, no, there was a lot of belch humor. Yeah, there was belch humor. I, as as I get older, Tom, mm-hmm. it, it disgusts me. I don't want to hear, like, most of the gross-out humor that I used to, if not enjoy, um, tolerate, mm-hmm. um, I, ju- I just won't anymore. I can't, <laughs> I, you wow. know what, there's a lot wow, of humor. what a mature man. There's a lot of humor that <laughs> no, I isn't just won't tolerate. Like, I, will, uh, I will turn off the television and write a letter to the network. No, it's not that. It's not that. Like I'm, I'm com- like, I'm complaining when you do it right in my ear. Mm-hmm. But, um, in general, like it's just not something that I enjoy, and it's it's not even like gross out humor or toilet humor anymore. I can't. There's a lot of like cringe humor I can't take. I I caught a bit of my new thing is watching movies as they air on television. Like uh, <laughs> I don't understand what that means. I've signed up to live movies. No, I, I've 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 signed up like rather than watching things on demand, sitting down and being like, I'm gonna watch this movie. Uh, I, I have a YouTube TV subscription. I don't recommend it. This is not an endorsement. I don't like it. Um, and I will s- Tim, scroll we've been, through the we've channels. We've been called out uh, when we did the the episode about Quibi. Somebody sent me like a long diatribe about like, uh, wow, I can't believe you guys are doing, you know, uh, sponsored ads, content. <laughs> sponsored content that you're not even disclosing. And it's like, well, we talk shit about it the whole time. We didn't say one good thing about Quibi. <laughs> yeah. So YouTube TV. Uh, you That's do not... what marketing is, though. Companies <laughs> are like, guess what? We suck. Isn't that cool? And then yeah. me and the rest of my peers. We're like, yeah, yeah, Gen Z, we think that's cool. We think it's cool when uh, when a company owns itself. You know what? I Self-own. Do sub- I subscribe to YouTube Premium. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I, don't also, I also don't think I could live without it. Because it, okay. it just gets rid of the ads. I hate ads. Yeah. I mean, Except I our ads. I love our ads. Yeah. I love our sponsors, Tom. I love well, our. Pro- no, you know I do I'm like really our sponsors. Into? I'm into our promo codes. <laughs> I think guide is a really cool code. And yeah, what, however you everywhere. feel about the sponsor, 
just type in the word guide into a box or at the end of a URL. That's yeah. cool. It feels like a secret, you know, like you're you're at a speakeasy and they've slid open the little eye hole and they're like, you got the password? And you're like, yeah. guide. And it gets I, you a discount in some places. <laughs> yeah, I think they would, uh, I think podcast advertisers would do well instead of promo codes, call them passwords. Come right. on. Secret yeah. passwords. <laughs> Use the secret password guide. Yeah. Secret um, password. So anyway, so I, I scroll through the channels. It's linear TV is what it is, Tom. It's it's it bundles up all the It's you, it's like a cable replacement. Yeah, except uh, it perversely costs more than cable now. It's <laughs> you, you know, remember when they were all like, "Oh, it's it's uh this is going to be great. It's going to be a la carte. You only pay for the channels that you need." It's not yeah. that anymore. When I was well, I initially signed up I misheard. I thought it was a la mode. Oh, uh, you know, with, with a scoop ice cream? ice cream on the side. And well, boy, was I. Well, yeah, that's why I signed up to all these things. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I'd love to watch HGTV home and garden television with some ice cream. Yeah. Oh, if all these apps were a la mode. <laughs> hey, I'd log into Netflix every day for my yeah. scoop of Rocky Road, baby. Is a la mode just vanilla ice cream? I assume so. I mean, because a la mode, they only say a la mode in like fancy joints. And fancy joints aren't like, and here's the 31 flavors that we have. (laughs) Right. You can get our our Snickers M&M Fusion Crunch if you want instead of vanilla. No, it's always like vanilla bean. Yeah. Which, all right. I'm in. I like vanilla bean. But, I mean, yeah, they, they, they screwed me, Tom. It's just like, oh, guess what? You have VH1 now. And it's like, I don't want to watch VH1. I've never wanted in my life to watch VH1. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, that's a shame because it's going to cost you $15 more a month. <laughs> whether or not you want VH1. So you're you're just complaining about your your cable, essentially, now. <laughs> That's what the show has come to. No, 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 no. So, uh, so instead of watching, I movies- mean, I guess this is this is a, a TNT SYP episode. So there's there's nobody Tim and Tom new solve listening. Your problems. Yeah, they know what it means. Everybody's in the know. They know the passwords. Uh, so yeah, See, I, I mean, think we have a hundred percent turnover in listens every week. <laughs> I think everybody listens to one episode. They get disgusted, and then a new, a new group of rubes come uh, come, in, come through the door the next week. A new crop of rubes. Um. So, I instead of instead of like scrolling through Netflix or or Hulu looking for a movie, I'm just like, let me see what's on, and yeah. I'll watch it from whatever point it's at. The way that mm-hmm. we used to do in the olden days. Right. I stumbled upon. Meet the Parents the other day. <laughs> and that's not the, the Ben Stiller movie from like right. 2000, the, the, the prequel to Meet the Fuckers. Yeah, exactly. And Little Fuckers. Um, and uh, they, uh, look, it's not gross out humor. It's it's just. It's awkward humor. And I'm watching this movie, Tom. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. I don't, Tom. <laughs> Every like I used to I used to like kind of enjoy that movie. Uh-huh. Tom, every everything goes wrong for that man over and over increasingly on top of each like 
it can't get any worse for this guy. Well, and I was just like, I can't take this. This is not funny. This is not, this is, this, I don't understand why people think this is a good time. Is, so is I'm going to go older. Is this what people refer to torture porn as? Uh, I've never, I've never seen any of the meet the movies. Um, but is it a lot of like, oh, he's getting himself into situations he shouldn't? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit like it, some of it's his fault, but some of it is just circumstance. Yeah, circumstance a, I'm fine with, but but I don't like cringe humor where I'm watching somebody do something and it's like, oh, come on. Well, of course that's going to end up bad. No, I mean, the de- the deck's stacked against Greg Fokker mm-hmm. from, from, the, from the get-go, Tom. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, and, and you know, I don't want no spoilers here, but he stumbles upon Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, Tom, you, you're never going to believe this in a comedic role. Yeah, I I could. He's a good straight man. Boy, Tom, uh, I thought it was a laugh riot twenty years ago, <laughs> nineteen twenty years ago. Now it wasn't even uncomfortable. I was just like, oh come on, this man doesn't deserve this. Why 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 is why is this movie treating him this way? So it's uh, not a burp or a fart that I'm taking offense to. It's just a, uh, you know, a good man being. I I don't know if he's a good man in the movie. Right. I don't know. So anyway, don't burp into the microphone. How are you doing this week? At the end of that movie, he milks Robert De Niro, right? Yeah. Is that, that okay? Huh. Maybe I should watch this movie. Yeah, you love, uh, you love milking videos. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm realizing today, Tim, that uh, I think I got people in trouble uh, because uh, somebody like the cashier at the grocery store. No, you called the manager. Listen, I know you're going to be mad at this, but but I had no other recourse. Um, uh, none of the maintenance workers in my building have been wearing masks anymore. Oh, so I report him to three one one, and then I woke up this morning, and now there's like signs all over. But there are signs up all over addressing construction workers in the building, which there are none. Hmm. And I think that must have been they were like, "Oh, it's the construction workers," or I'm like, "No, it's the it's the maintenance guys. It's the guy who's like outside my door every morning. And he's not wearing a mask. I don't like that. Have him wear a mask. That's all." Did you call the police, Tom? I didn't call the police. I just called 311, which is not 911. It's a third of 911. Sometimes I call 311 about something and they're like, "Oh, you got to call 911 about this. Let let me connect you. Connect you." And it's like, "No, no, no." And I always <laughs> have to hang up. Wow. Oh, so you're making false calls to 911. No, I'm not. I'm uh, I hang am up I- before they connect me. One of my, uh, when I, when I was a, a, a boy, a young boy, one of my cousins, when we would go down to my grandparents, like retirement house in, uh, North Carolina, <laughs> he would, I mean, he must've been like, I don't know, four years old, three years old. He would just call 911 as like a joke. <laughs> that That's a, that's a common thing. Cause like you got to figure a lot of kids are doing that because 911 is number one. A very simple number. Yeah, it's very easy design. to remember. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, well, and this it's... was the this was in the days that rescue nine one one was gracing the airwaves. So exactly. Um, and was he also a big uh, Fahrenheit nine eleven fan? <laughs> big Michael that, Moorhead. That movie had not come out yet, Tim. Nine eleven had not yet happened. On uh, not unfortunately, I guess fortunately, it had not yet happened. Tom, did we talk about this real quick? Nine eleven. No, I don't think we've ever done an episode on it. No, I'm not interested in that. But on Disney Plus, uh-huh. they they show this is this is me talking about streaming TV. This, this <laughs> yeah, apparently on Disney a Plus, a very popular topic with our listeners. Um, they stream the entire Simpsons uh, series. Yeah, well, and they added the the correct aspect ratio recently, right? Yeah, which is really great. Um, I didn't think uh, it would make that big of a difference. It's it's nice. Um, but they have these collections, like mm-hmm. episode collections, because there's hundreds of episodes of The Simpsons. So they're like, right. oh, here's a sports collection, and it's all the sports-themed episodes. Um, here's uh, the music-themed episodes, and it's all the ones with like famous rock stars that, uh, okay. that have guest starred on it. Yeah, I didn't and, know they did that. That's nice. And then there's a collection called... Simpsons predicts. <laughs> oh, yikes. And The Simpsons has like predicted stuff, like some of it benign, some of it like like there there's a there's an episode as a joke where they flash forward to Lisa being president mm-hmm. um and uh she makes a reference to President Trump. Right. Um and this was in like 1999 or whatever and <laughs> yeah. like oh, could you imagine if it... So like that's that that's like but one of the episodes that they have in the Simpsons predicts Disney Plus vertical is um, uh, the city of New York versus Homer Simpson. It's where the Simpsons go to, to New York, New York city. city. Yeah. But what they predicted was Bart at one point, and this this came out I think in 1999. Yeah. Holds yeah, up an advertisement there. for um, uh, a the bus ticket towers. to New York, and it has the Twin Towers, and it says $9, um, and I think there's an airplane in it, too, also, and it's him, pick, and it's like, and, and then the internet ran with this. It was like, look, the, the Simpsons predicted 9-11. Yeah. From this one weird screenshot where it says nine and the twin towers make up the eleven, right? In the in in the ad that Bart holds up, but- there there I'm looking at the the screenshot. There isn't a plane, but but yeah, it says nine dollars, and then it's got you know right next to it the twin towers that look like an eleven. But Disney, mm-hmm. family friendly Disney, was just like. Hey, they predicted 9/11 on the Simpsons. Let's throw it in this Simpsons <laughs> predicts cuz like there's nothing else in that episode yeah. where it's like, "Oh, they they predicted that, you know, we'd go to war with Iraq or whatever." You know, like well, I guess that's not right. funny either. <laughs> right. I mean, none of the examples you've given have been very funny. Yeah, they've all just ended in tragedy. Well, I I think that one of the like funny ones is that they predicted that Disney would buy Fox at some right, point. Right, right. So things like that. Yeah, exactly. sure, that's funny. It's not just all tragedies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, it, I think a lot of kids call 911 because 911 is also a 
number that they teach a lot of kids because it's the only right. it's the only number that a kid is ever reasonably gonna potentially have to dial yeah i remember as a kid like they drilled into us what our home phone numbers were and then 911 and like if you forgot your home phone number call 911 yeah if you see someone it's, you don't recognize in your neighborhood call 911 it's got to be tough for kids nowadays because it's like well call one of your parents cell phone numbers and and also, like, you're going to need to know the area code because, like, there's a lot of area codes now. You're going to need to remember uh, 10 numbers instead of 7. Kids got their own phone. They just put the numbers in the phone. Kids That's these true. days. Xennials. With their own phones. I'm when so did jealous. You... <laughs> I wish I had my own phone. I hope one day my parents let me get one. Tom, it's a yes. very special week. It's a landmark week. Is it? No, we're just going to answer some uh, problems. We're going to solve problems in a yeah. segment called Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. We haven't done these in a bit. I feel like uh, I don't know why. We've we, we've just had too many hot topics. Yeah, we used to do, you know, occasionally at the end of an episode, we'll solve one problem. Right. We we did an entire Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems episode a couple months ago. Yeah. Because, again, we've been bad at, I guess we're bad at producing a podcast. Yes. Where normally we'd be like. I think most listeners would agree. Yeah. If, don't, we've only been doing it for 11 years. So there's, <laughs> we're a, bit of a, learning. there's a learning curve. God, give us a break. Just give us a chance. We'll learn. We'll rise to the occasion. We will I know rise I've to been the taking notes after every episode. Um, I've been listening back. Once we record an episode and release uh -huh. it, I listen to it 15, 20 times. To, and, and oftentimes I can't find anything wrong with it. I usually watch it like the way uh, football coaches would make uh, players watch, you know, films of old games. That's the way I watch it. Projected on a screen. Do you watch the waveform? I just watch the waveform. I don't even, a lot of times there's not even audio. I'm just looking at, you know, the sounds. Yeah, I put the visualization on iTunes sometimes. And I just watch that for yeah, hours. Yeah, that's at a also time. very good. Yeah, um, it's it's one of these days we're gonna we're gonna really come into our own as podcasters. But I guess if we were good at this, we would know. Hey, always leave ten minutes at the episode <laughs> at the end of the episode. Who has the time though? Who has the time to think about to, to plan out? Okay, here's what we're gonna talk about and when in this <laughs> hour. I in in fairness to us, I do feel like it's tougher when we're not in the same place to keep track of time. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking I mean, at I it. We're, ni we're 19 <laughs> minutes in right now. I, I, I know can't exactly explain how much why that would be the case, but it is. Tom, what do you think about doing shorter episodes? Like how short? Like just a man or two? Yeah, mini like mobisodes. Oh, mo yeah, so people can listen to them on the go. Yeah. Um, Quibi style. Yeah. Oh, quick bites. Yeah. People just want a quick bite of us once a, once a week. <laughs> 45 seconds to a minute 15. 
Right. While they're standing in line uh, buying groceries. Yeah. yeah. Once a week. Uh, I'm all in. <laughs> sound, off, sound off in the comments. Tom, uh, this first problem comes to us from somebody named Dane. I know okay. what you're thinking. A it's great Dane. Dane. No, it's not. Oh, I thought it was a great Dane. Ooh, Marmaduke? Yeah, I thought it, this might be from a, a, a dog, a big dog. Well, the, the email address says Marmaduke at milkbone.com. But <laughs> oh, I it says, it was... please don't use my name, my real name. Please call me Dane. <laughs> I thought it would be at bigdogs.com. <laughs> at bigdogtshirts.com. Oh, that's cool. Imagine one of the big dogs from the big dog <laughs> t-shirts was a fan of ours and wrote in. <laughs> I think that was just, I think there was just one big dog. I mean. All right. Anyway, what does the letter say? From Dane. Hey, Tim and Tom. This is the first word. We, we uh. made fun of a normal man's name. <laughs> a man, right? I don't I mean, know. Dane could um, be either, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Dane Judy Dench. <laughs> It's not. It's not what it is. That's her name, right? No. I'll, uh, expl- I'll explain after. Hey, Tim and Tom. Ugh. Normally, I would never engage people in arguments on the internet, but the other night I was in a rare mood. Mood mm. was all capitalized. I checked in on a popular neighborhood app that is usually very useful to me. And within moments, despite having never commented on anything before, found myself arguing with other people about, what else, fireworks. Mm. I had chimed in on another user's post and mentioned that fireworks are really bad for pets and people with PTSD, wildlife, and asthmatic folks. And as a spicy meatball, I added that America really has nothing to celebrate this year anyway. Retro- record scratch noise. Tom, it's a thousand degrees in, in, the, in, the, in the room I'm in right now. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> it's not the, coming through in the audio. The, the letters that I'm reading, all these words, all the letters are just swimming around my screen. I can't, uh, I can't make heads or tails of a lot of them. I encouraged people not to call the cops, however. To lend credibility, I added that I have a background in environmental science, and all hell broke loose. Oh, people were relentless in mocking me for being stuck up to mention such a thing. I was so worked up, I ended up deactivating my account. In retrospect, Mm. I suppose fireworks are all people have left to enjoy, and I'm sympathetic to that, I guess. I should have just let it go, but last night it was my hill to die on. Uh, this this came in July 5th, by the way. Okay. Um, they've literally been going off every night for over a month, and it makes me sad to look at my scared cats. My mm. problem is this. If you deactivate your account, it deletes your comments, but your name is still displayed. I'm nervous one of these fanatical fireworks freedom fighter types is going to track me down and mess with me, my apartment, or my stuff. Also, I cheated myself out of using this otherwise fine app. 
Any advice would be great. I know I kind of asked for it, but I was just so mad. Anyway, love you guys. Call me Dane if you read this. And then there's a paw print. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, then that makes sense why he was so upset about the fireworks. Yeah. Um, a lot of things here. Yes. Number one, what is this? Neighborhood.com? What, what is the thing? What's yeah, the, uh, uh, next door. Next door. Or... Neighborhood.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's I? what it is, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I type in neighborhood to the AOL search bar. <sighs> um. Yeah, I mean, there's like Nextdoor, there's Citizen, there, there's a bunch of these apps now. Citizen I think ne- is all about like, somebody got stabbed. Yeah, Citizen is the only one that I have. Like, I don't have alerts turned on or anything, but, uh, you know, sometimes, it'll, you know, I'll be like, oh, there's been a helicopter over my roof for 10 minutes solid. Yeah. It sounds like they're about, you know, 10 feet above me. Let me see what's going on. And then you can look on there and it's like, oh, there was a shooting a block away and they're looking for a suspect. So it's like it's it's sometimes useful. But yeah, next door, uh, I don't I've never really used it. But as far as I'm aware, it's basically face like, hey, what if we took all the things you hate about Facebook and we localized it? <laughs> <laughs> so instead of like your racist uncle you're hearing from, it's the guy next door to you. <laughs> Who also happens to be a racist. <laughs> right. Um, however, like uh, I'm very sympathetic to the fireworks thing. I am extremely lucky that I have no idea why my dog does not give a flying shit about fireworks or thunder. We had like insane hail recently. And that was the only time my dogs ever like looked at me and been like, "Hey, what's going on? Somebody throwing marbles against the window? You gonna do something about that, pal? Like gonna, that's you. You gonna that's kick you. this guy's ass or what, Tom? <laughs> yeah, that's your department. Like somebody's throwing things at our window. Go take care of that. Um, but uh, growing up, I, I, uh, my first dog was like inconsolable during fireworks and uh and lightning and thunder so uh i i totally get it like it is awful with animals um i don't understand what being an environmental scientist has to do with it um well dane also mentioned i don't really know what environmental they're bad science for is. wildlife um, oh yeah and also i didn't know that they were bad for asthmatic folks but that makes sense. It's it makes sense. Smoke. Yeah, I think that that's a lower concern. I'm asthmatic, and I think that's a lower concern. Like you have to be pretty close to the uh, the fireworks yeah. to be bothered by that. I think. And Some like, of the f- I, I mean, at least like I'm thinking in New York City, like local wildlife. It's like any local wildlife, they. They are immune to things like fireworks. It's like rats and raccoons that you can shoot, and they would be like, "That's all you got." <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of anything, any non-human that can survive in New York City. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I, I have it. I I don't think about it from that aspect. I mostly just think about it from uh, household pets being uh, traumatized by it. PTSD. Uh, Jesus, yeah. And like, I do not have PTSD, but there have been multiple times this week where like 
something has gone off so close to my apartment that like I like spring up like, oh, my God, what what happened? Like, it sounds like a bomb went off. And so I can imagine if you've been somewhere where actual bombs were going off, how horrible it is. Yeah, this summer in New York City, there's been some professional grade uh, (laughs) fireworks going off pretty much everywhere all the time. And I read it because I think we speculate. I forget if it was on this or our Patreon show, but uh, we speculate about uh, uh, professional firework people like selling fireworks. The Groochies specifically. <laughs> yeah. You accuse those Groochies, which I, I, I disagree. I don't want to get on the Groochies bad side. But I read a thing where they like followed around, uh, like, or, or it was it was like a vice thing or whatever. Like they they went and like investigated, and it's like nah, like we were there. Like somebody pulled up with a car and they like popped their trunk and they were like, hey, I got fireworks. I I bought and I went up to him and I asked and they're like, yeah, I bought these from Pennsylvania. And I drove them here. That's, that's <laughs> the end of the story. And I get it. Like people are. Uh, bored out of their minds and like shooting off fireworks as far as COVID-19 is concerned is pretty safe because you're outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it really sucks shit because uh, they're very loud. And I, I always assumed we were under the impression as like a city and a country like, hey, July 4th, go nuts. And like, if you want to shoot off fireworks outside of the 4th, that's fine, but don't do it at five in the morning. Yeah. Well, looks like New York City didn't get the memo. Am I right? Yeah. Well, I don't think this person's... I recently got into... I, I'm not going to go into it. I've told you about this privately. Like, I recently got into a Facebook thing with a guy. Uh, it's useless. It's completely useless. Like, don't get into fights. Never never reply to anybody on the internet about anything for any reason. Well, and the biggest thing is, if you don't reply to something, nothing will make somebody angrier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they'll keep checking it. Because if you reply, and then they reply, and then you reply, you're obsessively checking for their reply. Right. So just cut it off before that. Let them obsessively check for your reply and you just walk away like the Joker and then hit that button and blow up the hospital. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara... You can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, I, I tried could, some of I this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, 
S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look. Well, now that, now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring the Complete Guide to Everything. All right, Tom, on to the next question, the next problem. <laughs> These aren't questions. I don't know why you keep referring to them as such. What do you mean? They're kind of questions. I, yeah, I they're guess they're... all like, what should the, I do? Yeah, well, the oh, question's the same. It's what should I do? I don't know what to do. Can you help me live my life? <laughs> well, that's not going to encourage people to send in questions, Tim. If you have a problem, oh, a question, Tom. If you have a question or a problem that you'd like us to solve, uh-huh. um, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Yes. We're not going to still do that thing where we play the um, the Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems theme song before every letter, no. right? Maybe once. Okay. If people are lucky. And yeah. in which case, they've already heard it. So. I'm probably not even going to do Otherwise, it. go buy a dang bottle opener. We're not selling anything right now. I don't want to go to the post office. Oh, never mind. You cannot <laughs> get a bottle opener that plays the Tim and Tom Solves Your Problem theme song. Um, This one comes from an anonymous Englishman, Tom. Oh. Do you Is think it it's pr- Sting? I think it's Prince Andrew. Ooh. Wait, which Is- one is Prince Andrew? He's he's uh, uh, Epstein's pal. Oh, he's all he's all mixed yeah. up in that that unpleasantness. Yeah, is 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 this email like uh, the FBI wants to talk to me, but I don't know if I should do it. No, me but mom, this, me mum says I shouldn't. This email isn't great, or is it? <laughs> I I would say this isn't great. Um, dear Tim and Tom, <laughs> great! I can't wait to hear it. A returning listener here. So like this 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 guy's loyal. He's great. He's listened to at least one episode before this. Might be Gordon Sumner himself. Might be Sting. Gordon Ramsay himself. That, that hey. He would never be able to keep anonymous. No. He'd he'd yell about oh, oi, I'm It's Gordon. raw. It's raw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a returning listener here. I've been on a five plus year hiatus. I don't know why I stopped downloading the show, but I am back. Great. And hooked. 
This guy took five years off. We should have taken five years <laughs> off. <laughs> Would have been nice. I started listening to the podcast right from the beginning when you discussed the big issues of the day, like how cute are these boots? Yeah. It's good to hear nothing has changed. I have a problem. I have a question, he wrote. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) My girlfriend is great. She is down to earth. Funny. (laughs) That's a bad start. Why are are you building up your girlfriend? (laughs) She is down to earth. Funny, smart, and pretty. If you ever meet somebody's significant other and like, if they're like, hey, right before you meet them, I just want to tell you, look, they're great. Uh, they're really great. <laughs> I, I, Tom, here we go. She's down to earth, funny, mm-hmm. smart, and pretty, but she has a god-awful pair of glasses. <laughs> they don't match her face. And far from just looking weird, they make her look less attractive and, dare I say, look like a simpleton. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. A simpleton. Glasses are not a deal breaker. Then again, surely it is such a minor and easily corrected thing. I could just ask her to change them. It's not like I'm asking her to undergo facial surgery. Yet... I can't. So far, I have, and then he bullet po- bullet pointed these out, asked if she was buying a new pair of glasses when she went to get her lens adjusted. Uh-huh. She didn't want to. I assume she didn't see the point. Uh, number two, browsed with her in glasses shops whenever we pass one on a shopping center. I'm a fellow glasses wearer. Mm-hmm. And oh, three, okay. And three, talk to her about glasses more than the average glasses-wearing couple would. <laughs> Apart from sending an anonymous letter to her office... <laughs> oh, no. ...or smashing the glasses... No, that was going to be my first I suggestion. Do? Keep up the good work, an anonymous Englishman. Hey, welcome back, Sting, Gordon Ramsay, whoever. Um, uh, yeah, first things first, I really wish he had sent us a picture of the glasses. Yeah. I mean... I mean, frequently with these problems, it's always a question of how big of a problem is this actually? Yeah. My 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 main question has to do with... And look, if you send us like a picture of something, like don't send us a picture don't of certain things. Don't send us pictures. Stop. Let me... Stop interrupting me to, <laughs> imploring people to send us pictures of their girlfriends. All right? It's not going to happen. It's just, if you send us a picture, like, we're not, we will keep the picture private. We won't post the picture anywhere online. If it's an illegal picture, we'll call the cops. You know, I don't want you to think we're just some safe harbor to send any pictures you want. But if the picture will help us understand a problem, we will keep that picture private because we're a podcast and we don't have a great way to disseminate a picture. Remember we promise when, not to make that picture our album artwork for the podcast. Remember when we did a live show in London and you read that guy's email address out um, and he got really mad at you and you said, if we ever release this, which we probably won't, we'll bleep it out. And then we did release it and you didn't bleep it out. This is a different 
thing. A completely different thing, Tim. You're supposed to be on my side. Don't you want to see... When have I ever been on your side? Don't you want to see what these glasses actually look like? And if this person is like... Because, look, at the end of the day, one of these people is a maniac. (laughs) And the only way we can tell for sure who the maniac is, is by seeing what these glasses look like. If they're normal glasses then the person who wrote the letter is a maniac. If they're not normal glasses, if they're like insane, gigantic, huge funhouse glasses, then that person's a maniac. But it's hard for us to tell. Who's that lady? Iris um, Glasses? What's her name? (laughs) Iris Glasses? I don't think so. Who's that, that Iris lady? Um... With with the big glasses. I have no idea who you're talking about. And I feel like the fact... Because he didn't say big glasses, did he? No, but you were the one who said big funhouse glasses. Right. Or like little teeny tiny funny glasses. Iris Apfel, Tom. Okay, I don't know who that is. Well, why don't you Google it? You have a dang computer in front of you. And make her the... Um, cover art for uh, this episode. What's her name? Iris what? Apfel. A-P-F-E-L. Uh, You'll know this lady when you, when you, when you see her. Oh, okay. What I about... don't think I know this lady. I think you're thinking of, uh, what's her name from Broadway, from Hello, Dolly. Carol Channing? Yeah. No, I'm thinking of Iris Apfel because look at those big funhouse glasses. Yeah, but and those but, look cool. And she's not a maniac. Yeah, well, she's cool as hell. That you can you can absolutely pull off a pair of signature shades, uh, but it, but it's tough. I don't. I feel like I just don't know enough about these glasses to. Tom, to in tell. a month she'll turn 99 years old. Iris wow. Apfel. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday. Happy early birthday, Iris. Hopefully. Um, I don't know what this guy's problem with the glasses are. Are they too big? Or are they too thick? If they're too thick, then he's a jerk because it's like, well, she needs thick glasses. I contend Although, it doesn't matter. Why? Because it, it's, it, it's, you're, it's a matter of taste, I guess. Yeah. Right, and you're gonna tell him like, "Oh no, either I agree, um, mm-hmm. these glasses make That's your true. girlfriend look less attractive," which I don't think you're you're in any place to 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 you know judge any. I don't think anybody's in any any well, any hey, place to judge attractiveness. Sometimes that's a good thing. Maybe it's like, "Hey, look, your girlfriend's way out of your league. Luckily, she's wearing these Ugo glasses." Because if she took off those glasses and let her hair down, then the 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 quarterback of the football team would would take her to prom instead of you. Yeah, the 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 muscle man with the hunk would kick sand and you in your face, you freaking ninety eight pound weakling. Yeah, so maybe don't be encouraging your girlfriend to get uh you know uh different glasses or or God forbid contact lenses. Because then all of a sudden she might be getting a whole lot more attention. You and might do. You an, might be get. You might get kicked to the curb. Yeah, you might do an accidental. She's all that. Right. And 
suddenly, uh, oh, turns out uh, you let down her hair and get rid of those glasses. I will say that uh, I do give this guy a little more weight just because he has glasses. So his problem isn't like glasses centric. That it's like, no, I have glasses and I know because I've seen actually there's there's a guy I'm thinking of that uh, that I watch on YouTube where I'm like, this guy needs new glasses. Like he's just got like bad glasses. He thinks these glasses look cool or whatever. They're like the little like half kind of glasses. Here's the thing. All right, I and have a couple like, questions. Try a different, try a different pair. If I wore glasses, yeah, nobody I'd be cares trying different, what you think about I what they look like. I would be trying Tom. different pairs all the time. No, you wouldn't. Here's the deal: um, as somebody who who likes to remain as low key as possible, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see me wearing like uh, dressing in a way that would d- draw attention to myself, right? Peacocking. Yeah, I try to get. And this is this is difficult, right? Because it, I don't want my glasses to be a fashion accessory. Right. I want my glasses to be utilitarian and, at best, kind of invisible, like as normal looking as possible, um, yeah. without being completely unfashionable, but not like oh, he's trying to make a statement with these. Well, I oh I look think- at Iris Apfel over here. I think that's what this guy is talking about. He's like, I want a pair. I want my girlfriend to have a pair of glasses that like fit her face. Yeah, but first of all, screw this guy. If she's happy with them, it's not for him to judge me. And like, oh, absolutely. You know what? She would look more attractive if she wore these glasses. She's very. She's clearly happy with them. Yeah. Um, So, but um, the other thing is, what kind of glasses would make one seem like a simpleton? (laughs) <laughs> right, because like the cliche is people wear glasses often when they don't need them to look smart. Right. What style of glasses does somebody wear? Unless they're the big Coke bottle glasses, right? Would that yeah. like make your that like distort your <laughs> yeah. your actual eyes? But like, I don't think those actually exist in real life in in the twenty first century. No, not anymore. I think lens technology has uh, gotten pretty advanced. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it would have to either be like something super big and thick or something like teeny tiny. Because uh, like I don't see many people out wearing glasses. Ben Franklin, or... ben Franklin had teeny tiny glasses, Tom, and he was a, an undisputed genius. Yeah, yeah he had but... that whole thing. He got struck by lightning because he was so dumb that he uh, flew a kite in the, in the lightning storm. Yeah, but other than that... and, and it killed him. As as I understand, yeah, that is how he died. Um, I'm writing a hip hop musical about it, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, I I need to know more about these glasses. And to be clear, I don't want a picture at this point. At this point, it's too late. We're not going to revisit this. <laughs> no, so, we're not. And also, so, like, I think you just have to look. You have to bite the bullet, and if you are this type of person who's like, this is a deal breaker, she has to change her glasses, you have to tell her that, and then she will have to decide, (laughs) do I want to be with a guy that's uh, so shallow that um, he's demanding that I do something about the glasses that I wear? Um, And then, you know, you guys can both get it 
all out on the table there. I don't think an anonymous note to her office will work because I'm not. <laughs> no, that's that's certainly going to be would a bad that, idea. What would that letter look like? Would it just be like, "Dear Madam, your glasses look like big f- funhouse glasses." Well, and especially if he's been at, presumably, if he's gone glasses shopping with her. He has told her when she's put on certain frames, like, oh, these look really good on you. And she's been yeah. like, yeah, nah. So sending an anonymous letter is not going to change her opinion. And also, I think I think you've probably been pretty conspicuous based on these bullet-pointed <laughs> yes. uh, list of things that you've done, that you have an unusual fixation with glasses. Yeah, um, well... And I, I think feel... when she's going down the the list of possible culprits who sent her the anonymous <laughs> right. letter, hey, maybe it's the guy that has been talking nonstop about my glasses for six months. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I feel like, I don't know, in like a, a healthy relationship, if somebody's partner is like, hey, th- you look really good in this, then the other person's like, oh, do I? Like, all right, well, I'll try that. Like, uh mm. You know, so so on the other end, if if you've offered, I don't want to take this guy's side, but if you've offered like constructive, not even constructive, positive, like, oh, you look really good in those. And she's been like, eh, and it's like, all right, well, you got to either drop it <laughs> or like you said, be like, hey, this is a deal breaker for me and see what happens. But be fully prepared that she is gonna. She break would be up totally in the right to be that's like, "That's what she should." This do. is yeah, this is insane. I'm not saying that she should do it, but I'm just saying, look, if it's this important to you, she right. needs to know that this is that important to you, yeah. and the result of her knowing how important that is to you might not be a great <laughs> outcome for <laughs> right. you. But it's fine. Like I think, I think you should. You know, uh, uh, a a relationship is built on openness and trust. Right. And if all that fails, just smash the glasses. Yeah, I think we're in agreement. Just smash the glasses. Yeah. Uh, you know, run them over with a car and be like, oh, they're they can't be fixed anymore. You can't just get new lenses. I broke everything. All right, Tom. Uh, we have we have time for one more. One more uh, problem, please. Thank you. Uh, You're random, welcome. Uh, oh, I thought Englishman. you were saying thank you to me. Anonymous Englishman. Now I see why you wanted to remain anonymous. Yeah. Man, there would be a letter writing campaign against this guy if he released his name. How dare you? They'd be reporting it on on the Beeb. <laughs> Justin the wire. Bieber. <laughs> uh this uh this next letter I briefly skimmed as we were talking about the the glasses <laughs> thing so I hope uh I hope it's not problematic. Tom? Uh-huh. Great. This guy's real name, he's letting us use it and it's a cool one. It's an X name, Tom. It's an- extreme. Okay. You want to take a guess? I'll give you three guesses to, to, to guess well, his cool name. Just tell me what. We don't it have that much time. It starts with an X. Xavier. Nope, but good guess. <laughs> Xander. 
Yeah, Xander. <laughs> okay, well, I actually did guess it pretty quick. What was your third guess going to be? Xylophone? I don't th- <laughs> yeah, probably xylophone. Yeah, I guess there aren't that many X words. Uh, no, there are the a lot of... There, there's X words, but there's only so many X names. There's Xavier. Yeah. Xander. Xylophone. <laughs> Xylophone's not a name. X-ray. Those are the four X words. And X-Men. X-Men is proper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But Xander. Right Wait, now. I think we were talking about proper nouns. Dear Tim and Tom, I've been listening to your show for a little over nine years. Nice. But this is my first time writing in. Thanks a lot, Xander. We've been Must freaking be flailing out here. Well, <laughs> we don't require everybody to... Tim, you get mad if you look in our inbox and there are too many emails. You're like, what the? Enough. Leave us alone. That's not true. I responded to each and every email personally (laughs) with a heartfelt note. I've been dealing with this problem for about a year and uh, it has gradually gotten worse. And I figured it was time to go to the experts of problem solving. He's talking about us, Tom. Uh Oh, is it like a rash or something? No, no, no. But I bet you'd be like, send us a picture. Does your girlfriend have it? Send it a picture. Send us a picture of her too. Uh, a year ago, I moved into a great. To be apartment. clear, on the last one, I didn't necessarily want a picture of his girlfriend in the glass. It's just the glasses alone. Well, how would you know? Maybe what? What if they look normal? And then you'd be like, well, maybe they don't look normal on her face because, like he said, because if they look normal, then he should give it a rest. Like, I'm expecting, like, Elton John star-shaped glasses. <laughs> so what? I agree. So what? But but then I could at least see where his problem was. Right. A year ago, I moved into a great apartment, which at the time seemed perfect in every way. It is a Tim, house. If, if your wife started wearing Elton John star-shaped glasses, you're telling me you wouldn't be like, hey, I don't I don't know about that. She wouldn't do that. <laughs> exactly. She, she wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue with the email. It is a house that has been turned into three apartments, one on each floor, and I live on the first floor. The second floor has a family who has lived here for over 10 years, and they are very close with the landlord, so I do not want to cause any problems with them. Okay. They seemed very nice at first. But over time, I've realized that the mother is absolutely insane. And now I should say, any language is is uh, Xander's vocabulary here. I don't think he means actually um, mentally ill. Okay. She has a stay. She is a stay-at-home mom. I should have. I should have done more than scan this before <laughs> reading it. She's a stay-at-home mom, and every time she sees me, she pulls me into forty-five into a forty-five-minute conversation about astrology, positive energy, <laughs> crystals, and how she will sage my apartment for me if I would like. She has asked for my huh. number, but now she has taken to texting me at random times just to ask how my mood is. And if I'm feeling the positive vibes she's sending down. Oh, that's not. Oh, oh, I see. She has also on multiple occasions asked to borrow my car, 
which the first time I let her because it made it seem like she made it seem like an emergency, but have since politely declined. She is often outside playing with her son, and if she sees me through a window, she will run up and bang on the window and expect me to come out and talk to her. This morning, she sent me a friend request on Facebook, and I've ignored it for now, but I'm not sure what to do if she brings it up in person. The only solution I've been able to come up with to all this is to hide from her whenever I hear her. Just to top it all off, I constantly have to deal with hearing her scream at her husband whenever he is home. She lets her child run around and stomp on the floor at all hours. She smokes weed all day, so it comes through the vents into my apartment. She nice, leaves several free weed. Tra- yeah, free weed, man. <laughs> Contact high. 420, bro. She leaves several trash bags full of laundry in the front entranceway at all times, and she leaves her child's laundry in the shared washing machine for several days. Several days after it's done. Oof, that, That's going to get moldy. Yeah, I um, uh, stayed, we talked about this a few weeks ago, uh, at my girlfriend's mom's uh, place in Pennsylvania, and one of the huge advantages was that uh, she had a washer dryer. So I brought all my dirty laundry that I've been afraid to bring to the laundromat. And uh, I left my laundry in there from like, I don't know, like morning ish until night, I think it was. And when I smelled it, I was like, oh, no, I, I got to wash this again because yeah. it, it is just going to be awful. It's mildew, that, baby. That smell is the word. I knew somebody a few years ago that smelled like that all the time. And it got to I could have sent in a Tim and Tom solve your problem because you it got solved to, your own problem. Yeah, because it got if you could have done that. You wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it got to the point where I was like. Not only is this awful for me, I feel like I should pull this guy aside because he obviously isn't aware. Like, you know, same thing as somebody walking around with their fly down all the time of just like, hey, man, you smell like shit, not shit, but mildew all the time. You got to as soon as you wash your clothes, you got to put them in the dryer. That's the way it works. Or hang them on the. Yeah, or, or hang them on the line. Dry them in some way. You can't just leave them wet in the washing machine. I don't want to move out because the apartment itself I absolutely love. And I don't want this woman to hate me because she will probably tell the landlord that I'm terrible and that I should be kicked out. How do I get her to leave me alone? And how do I get her to stop being such a shitty neighbor? Even better, how do I get them to move out? Feel free to use my name. It's really cool. Xander. If these people have been there for ten years, you're not going to get them to move out. Yeah. Nor should you try to. You're you're new there, like. And she has a child for Christ's sakes. Well, and also like it doesn't sound like they're shitty. It sounds like they're like overly friendly. (laughs) Well, no, she screams at her husband and then wants to come sage the apartment and is sending positive vibes down to Xander. Do you think? Do you think this is like a uh, uh, an adultery situation? Do you think uh, this Mrs. Is... Rock? In my mind, Xander is like nineteen years old. Yeah, right, and just like uh, and this str- woman is like mid thirties, right? Right, and and Xander's just like a strapping young lad. Yeah, 
Um, no, I, 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 I think I agree with you that um, she's probably too much into crystals and astrology <laughs> and positive energy. But also, like, I don't know. It's kind of cool to have goofballs in your periphery. Like, as long as she's not your best friend, as long as you have an active social life and, right. like, you're only seeing her once in a while or, like, for a minute at a time as you're coming and going, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, fill your life with colorful side characters. <laughs> well, you could probably uh, have her smoke you out a bunch. <laughs> just start yeah. go- Just start being like, hey, man, uh, I I couldn't help but whiff what you were blowing if you catch my drift yeah come and sage the apartment and with some yeah, of that wink. special sage you got yeah with some of that real dank sage i haven't got. heard somebody say smoke you out <laughs> yeah since college that's yeah. cool i'm gonna start picking up weed lingo you know what i hate like 20 year old it. weed lingo <laughs> because that's certainly not what anyone says nowadays i'm no, sure me and the rest of the zennials are always saying that um but yeah i don't because it's like two different things there it's the the this person's being annoying and wanting a long conversation and wanting to talk about crystals and sage that's separate from the like screaming at her husband and like the kids stomping on the floor yeah i mean that's just shitty neighbor stuff and this is why i think xander is young and maybe like this is um maybe the the one of the first apartments he's been in because like guess what that's every apartment the upstairs neighbors they're always gonna be stomping around seemingly Um, yeah i will say i have an honest uh what i can see is the only way forward uh the only way to rectify this I think if you went and got super high with her, <laughs> you could air these grievances and yeah, she would be cool with it. And she would be cool with it. She would like be receptive and receive them, like, you know, pass the crystal around, whatever. Crystal meth? Yeah. What pass a, the hey. crystal. No. Like to, uh... She has a bunch of crystals, you said. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, it's definitely not a sure thing. It's 50-50. It could go completely wrong of her just being like, what? You're, you're, you know, you're harshing my mellow. You're, you're harshing my vibe, dude. What do you mean? I shouldn't let my kid run free and I shouldn't scream at my husband. Yeah. Uh, But maybe it would work. Yeah. Um, And then just another note. Um, I know that, like, she sent him a friend request on Facebook. And I also think it wouldn't be crazy to ask, like, hey, can you uh, give me some weed if she's asking to borrow your car? Oh, yeah, that that is insane. The, like, the car is, borrowing thing is yeah. crazy. We're, I think that, I mean, honestly, this is kind of being a little bit of a grown-up that I think... Uh, if you stepped up and said like, Hey, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with that. You know, it's a very expensive thing. Uh, and I don't, you know, 
I, I don't let my friends borrow my car, so I wouldn't feel comfortable with anybody but me borrowing my car. Maybe that would start to set up some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid. And this is another reason why I think Xander might be younger and navigating some things for the first yeah. time. It's just like, you can just tell people like, nah, I'm not going to let you borrow my car and like yeah. not feel weird about it. I understand <laughs> right. it, that that is awkward, but you've recognized that this 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 woman is is crossing boundaries just feel like yeah no i'm not gonna do it i i wish i wish you had a car i wish i wish you weren't in this spot but right i am not the solution to your problem in 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 this case yeah now about that weed (laughs) now on the other hand I mean, I do feel like we're in a little bit of a different place just because in New York, like I know one of I know the name of one of my neighbors (laughs) and that's about as close as. And you've lived there for eight years. (laughs) Exactly. And like if somebody if somebody came and knocked on my door to ask to borrow my car, I would turn off the lights and pretend I wasn't home, <laughs> let alone even, and uh, probably call 311. <laughs> Tom, I don't know that you could exist in any other city. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've thought If it of... wasn't acceptable to just turn off the lights <laughs> and pretend you're not home and anybody needed anything from you, <laughs> I don't know if you'd sign up for that. No, that happened the other day. Like I saw uh, the super of my building. Uh, I came in from walking my dog and he was uh, when I came out of the elevator, he was talking to like two doors down neighbor and like, I don't know, he's taking like a questionnaire or something. And uh, I don't know. I went inside 90 seconds later. There was a ring at my my doorbell and I just didn't answer it. Like I wasn't at home, even though he very, very clearly (laughs) saw me walking to my home. Seconds earlier, watched you walk through that door. Because honestly, it's like whatever that questionnaire is, I don't know your business. I opt out. Um, The other about the Facebook thing. My general advice, Mm -hmm. just like this goes along with the next door thing. Don't, if, if at all, ever, if ever social media Mm -hmm. causes you any strife or awkwardness or anything that you would have to write in to complete strangers about to be like, I'm in this situation. How do I get out of it? And it's because of social media. Just Get the fuck off social media. Just don't, you know what? You know what the solution to that is? Don't be on Facebook. And if she confronts you about that, just be like, oh, I don't use Facebook. Yeah, I didn't see your friend request because, like, I'm not really active on there. Um, Never reply to somebody on Nextdoor if 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 you're afraid of getting into a fight about fireworks. Just disengage. Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, I talked earlier about how I got into a Facebook argument with somebody and it was one of the things that annoyed me the most was outside of, uh, you know, the podcast and, and my books, like I have not used Facebook in, I don't know how many, like I go on there, but I have not commented, liked anything in years. I don't go on there that often. And like, honestly, I look up your ex-girlfriends. Just to keep tabs on them, just to see what they're up to. 
and, and make sure they're still thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've unfriended any exes, but like they're all muted on my feed or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not on there that much. And like, I, I don't know why, but the other day, uh, something came up where it was like, oh, like you have all these friend requests you haven't responded to. And there were like a bunch of people that like I do know in real life that I was just like, eh, like, no, I'm just not giving Facebook any more information about me. Yeah. Like for the longest time. It was only somewhat recently because I needed to invite her to a group. I was not friends with my girlfriend on Facebook because it was like Facebook doesn't need to know where we're dating each other. Exactly. Like, but you're willing for Facebook to know that like you want her to be a part of your swingers group. Well, it was the only way I could add her to the swingers group. It was, it's a, you can only invite friends, so. Right. It's a virtual key party is what it's, it's, it's billed as, right? That, yeah, well, that, yeah, that's what they promise it to be. We'll see. All right, if you like the show, you can find out more at uh, tcgte.com. Uh, you get, hey, speaking of Facebook, follow <laughs> us on Facebook facebook.com slash complete guide you can follow us on instagram i think it's at tcgte you can follow me on facebook no you can follow me on twitter and instagram at tom reynolds you follow me at your pal tim hey support the show by supporting our sponsors also check out uh patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary podcast books and podcasts a full-length podcast about books because look, we're a bunch of big old nerds. This week, uh, we finished. <laughs> we watched up, movies. <laughs> we will watch movies. We finished up I Am Legend, and we watched two different versions, uh, two different movie adaptations, and hear which one comes out on top on Patreon.com/slash/CompleteGuide. A fun community there on Patreon. Like I feel like our our other comment, like on social media. I mean we we got to get better at responding to things, but on social media, like tweets and Facebook posts and, uh, even Reddit, like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of tricky. It's, it's a lot, but on Patreon, really good comments, really good comments, substantive comments. And also, um, some really good jokes. People are very, uh, I enjoy the joke comments. Yeah. Hey, look, our best fans are on Patreon. So why aren't you? (laughs) Nice. Um, yeah, I, that's all the things to plug. Yeah. Reddit, Discord, all that stuff. Yes. That stuff exists too. Look, hey, look into it. Google it. Look into it. Um, I like that we call out Facebook every week, but like the thing <laughs> I check, I check the Reddit a couple times a week. Yeah. Reddit.com slash R slash T. No, complete guide. TCGTE. No, I think it's complete guide. No, I think it's TCGT. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I ch- I check it several times a week, as I said. Um, Tom, this was fun, and I think we I think we did some good. I think we've straightened a lot of people's lives out. I mean, we answered I, a lot of questions. <laughs> we sure we surely answered a lot of questions. I don't know if uh, yeah, I don't know if you we gave we gave actionable advice. Yeah. I think it's that, uh 
I don't know. I think I think we've transitioned over the years from being jokey and a couple of jokesters and a couple of people that just like to make jokes, and now we're, we're wise elder statesmen. Yeah. I'm the one bringing myrrh. You're the one bringing frankincense. Who's bringing the gold? Ooh, Our the listeners. patrons. <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.